This is Cambridge Judge Business School's online knowledge centre with expert commentary, analysis and insights into the issues of the day. Three words, anger, fear and disgust, leap from the pages of a study into age diversity, the young and not-so-young working together. The research also found that higher age diversity can lead to negative influence on a company, that benefits traditionally linked to diversity are unlikely to emerge, and that while the exuberant expression of emotions may work among people of the same age, it does not work in age-diverse environments. Dr Jochen Mengers of Cambridge Judge Business School admits he was surprised with the findings of his research, but says they have to be studied in the context of major changes taking place in population age structures of many Western countries. Currently, the UK has 1.5 million more under 40s in the working age population than those over 40. Projections show that this number is going to reverse through almost equal figures by 2033. In Germany, where the research was conducted, the number of workers over 50 has risen by 40% in less than a decade. So demographic change is taking place. The unknown is the impact it will have on companies, says Dr Menges. Within this sort of major trend of ageing and increasingly more aged workforces, we see that also the age structure within company changes. And some companies today already have age-diverse workforces. What does this mean? This means that the um, people within the company are of varying ages, and the more mixed the workforce is in regards to age, the higher is the age diversity in the company. The question we asked then was, so does this age diversity affect company performance negatively or positively? And if so, how? We went out to, to, to gather this data from these 60 companies in Germany and we, we got this data from top management teams, from the HR department, from a total of 8,000 employees also. Um, you know, very diverse set of companies um, ranged from as few as 20 employees to big companies with more than 3,000 employees, from the service industry, manufacturing, trade, finance, insurance. So a diverse sample. Yes, it is from Germany, but probably the findings apply elsewhere too. So what sort of questions were you asking? So that's exactly what, what I just wanted to refer to. We found that uh, age diversity has no direct link to performance. Well, so Initially, that came as a surprise because we thought, oh, age diversity, you know, there's this benefit of experiences, but then there is probably some trouble that this age diversity creates. It doesn't have a direct link to performance, but it does have an indirect link to performance. So the intriguing finding of our, of our study is that age diversity triggers negative emotions amongst employees, and once there is this negative affective climate in a company the performance of the company goes down. Now, with performance, I mean financial performance, company growth, return on assets, productivity, turnover intentions, so an array of organizationally relevant outcomes. There is a quote in your report, and I'll read it. In age-diverse companies, employees experience more anger, fear, and disgust, and therefore they consider more often changing their jobs and contribute less to the performance of the company as a whole. That in itself is very emotive, isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> yes, actually, indeed, I think so too. And the question we ask ourselves: So, why is that? Uh, why, why could it be that age diversity has such harmful effects? You know, why does it trigger these adverse emotions of anger, fear, and and disgust? Maybe. Um, and then we looked into the literature, and if you look at 
theories of um, social categorization and so on, we do see that quite clearly differences between people often lead to some sort of emotional conflicts. And although we, don't, we, we often overlook this fact, uh, older people or more experienced people maybe are indeed very different to young people. Uh, they do things differently, they behave differently, they share different memories, have different preferences, and potentially they even have different values than the young. Now, all these differences can lead to some sort of group formation in the workplace, which then creates age-related discrimination, but it doesn't always have to be the case. Uh, and this is another insight we got with this study, which is quite interesting. Uh, and contrary to many uh, current beliefs, uh, and that is that age diversity only then leads to negative emotions, and these negative emotions then lead to low organization performance, if people express their emotions openly in the workplace. If people, however, suppress their emotions uh, and constrain their expressions, then this does not occur. Then there is no linkage between age diversity and performance. So it is the question of how people deal with their own emotions in the workplace, in their interaction with supervisors, that tells you whether or not age diversity has a negative effect or no effect. So you're not actually saying that the old and the young cannot work together? No, quite the opposite. I believe they can and should work together, actually. They, there's much literature that suggests that we all benefit from each other's experiences, expertise, perspectives, and so on. So what's the problem? The problem is that if people within these uh, age-diverse companies just let their emotions go rampant, then that creates these negative effects. Because older people don't like uh, the degree to which younger people express their emotions, and the younger people don't necessarily get it when older people express their emotions. So in a company... Uh, you know, where there's no age diversity with a homogenous workforce, you know, let's say an IT company with all young, you know, people and, or, you know, uh, 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 an advertisement agency, you know, with all these young people, you know, for them, they don't have an age diversity issues. They can go there, they can, you know, they can, they can have all these exuberance and, and express their emotions openly and, 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 you know, just show how they feel. But once you get to workplaces where you have the wisdom of the elderly and also, the sort of spirit of the of the young together in one place, you do need to exert some degree of emotional expression, constraint, if you will, uh, in order to facilitate smooth collaboration and uh, beneficial outcomes. How much impact on your findings can you lay at the door of the 20th and 21st century? You know, today, mm. isn't it likely that there's always been an age diversification issue and we've never recognised it as such? I think so. I think so. Maybe you're quite right there. I mean, the, the question is really whether maybe other trends have sort of made it more difficult for the young and the old to work together. Because recently with, you know, all these calls for authenticity and for, you know, openly showing how you feel inside and so on, that is very healthy for the individual who does it. But it doesn't resonate well in collectives where older people and younger people work together. So... We do have a bit of a, a controversy in our paper here because emotion suppression uh, is indeed taking a toll on the individual. Psychologists have shown this across many studies that when people actually suppress their emotions, uh, they do suffer from it. They do have a bit of a decreased well-being. They also, you know, sort of have 
deteriorated memory and they have fewer relationships. But what we find in our study that, yes, it does restrict the individual, but yes, it does also protect the group, or in our case, the organization, from emotional turbulences that could deteriorate the collective outcomes. So our study is among the first to actually suggest that so emotional suppression is bad for the individual, but it's very good and necessary for a collective. Now, there is further research that needs to be done to sort of go a bit deeper in that direction and understand it more thoroughly. But I think this is one of the interesting findings that, you know, we cannot just take the call from psychologists uh, to allow people to express their emotions wherever they are, however they may be, however they want to. But we have to take in the view of collectives where people work together and where it's necessary for others to sometimes be silent when another person speaks, to maybe suppress some emotions in order to facilitate a smooth collaboration in the group and so on. You're flagging up something that's very important to managers and to company owners and, and organisational owners. Age diversification is, is commonplace, it's accepted by many companies these days. Won't the issue just simply go away or is there something that they can do, put in place to, to counter it? Well, the, that's exactly the thing, you know, it, it doesn't go away. Actually, it won't solve itself, right? And it will come. So we do know from the, from the uh, projections that age diversity is an inevitable uh, trend. Uh, we will see it. Many organizations will have to employ older employees. Uh, older employees will remain in their positions for longer, will therefore uh, sort of clock the career funnel for the younger. Uh, some young um, uh, people may actually um, overtake their older uh, colleagues and become their supervisors, which could cause some very painful sort of violations in career norms. So all this is already clear that it will happen. Now the question that you are asking is, what can organizations do to sort of prepare themselves for it? Well, the first thing is uh, to notice that this will actually matter for them. Uh, the first thing is that, that there is some sort of awareness, and I hope that with a study that we raise some of that awareness, that organizations are better prepared for it. Now, once they know about it, they can take the initial steps to prepare themselves for it. So what organizations sometimes do is to run some sort of age profiling analysis and do some projections on their very own age development. So how does their workforce develop over the next coming years? And if they see that, that, that there will be an increase in age diversity, well, maybe then they want to intervene to protect their company from the negative age-related effects, namely these negative emotional effects. Now, how could they do that? Well, they could establish an organizational culture which values diversity and allows people to express their emotions, but through certain channels. Uh, and these channels are then constructive for the organization rather than destructive for the emotional climate within the organizations. So with channels, I mean that you know there are some people who they can talk to. There is a complaint system. There are various ways through which people can articulate their negative emotions and they don't have to do it in front of their colleagues, in front of their supervisor. So I think with these steps, uh, organizations can and should prepare themselves for the increase in age diversity that we will inevitably see. Jochen Menges, thank you very much. This programme was produced by the Cambridge Judge Business School as part of its online broadcast series. Music